Have you ever wondered what your life would be like if you could finally have what you want? A life where effort equals results and so much more. Imagine removing the limiting programs that are preventing you from having what you truly want and installing new programs so that you feel deserving of what you want. Welcome to Apiron Kratos. You were created by an infinite God and He created you in His image. You are unique in all your skills, talents, gifts, and abilities, and there will never be another you. Now, you want to be the best version of you, to understand and experience what you were created to be. Join us as we remove and integrate the conflicting parts within you, so that you can live your ultimate desires while loving God and others as yourself through belief engineering. This is a Piron Kratos. All right, welcome back guys, welcome back. It's great to have you here. The title of today's episode is The Underdog Mentality. And I'm gonna share with you today exactly what the problem is with this belief that is so appealing and why that's a problem when you continue to believe this and act it out in your life as well as what you can do about it. Before we get into it, I want to thank you for uh, in listening to this podcast, for your support, for your wonderful feedback, and growing this community of like-minded men as we are pursuing the ideal version of ourselves. So without further ado, uh, today's episode, The Underdog Mentality. Uh, and I need to confess something to you guys. I'm a huge Aaron Watson fan. Uh, if you don't know who he is, you need to listen to his music now. He has been writing and producing his own music when country music told him he wasn't good enough. I think this was 1999 or something like that. His albums have gotten better and better since he's been producing them. And he lives with this underdog mentality. Actually, one of his hit songs is titled The, the Underdog, which resonated with me for a long time. And I know that it will resonate with you. And that mentality and belief has characterized his life. Some of you may know this mentality as the hero's journey. I mentioned that before. So what is the hero's journey, right? We've been to the movies. Uh, we've watched this character who, against all odds, prevails. He goes through some hardships. And after the hardships, when all hope seems lost, ultimately he prevails. And that is the hero's journey. We've seen the movie Rudy. Uh, there's been plenty of other books, movies, stories that I'm sure are coming to mind that resonate with you when you think of this underdog, this hero. Uh, and that pattern has created and characterized each of your lives. And I know that because it has characterized my life. And back to Aaron Watson for a moment. Uh, 
if you've listened to him, if you know him, if you haven't, he is an awesome dude. He's relatable. He's down to earth. Loves his wife. He's got three kids. He talks about the one girl, Julia Grace, that he, they sadly lost shortly after uh, she was born. Uh, he's from Texas, and he's a hard worker. And describing that is just something that I know resonates with you. We love that underdog mentality, don't we? The hero's journey. It's so appealing, especially when we see it unfold in real life. These stories of people that we see against all odds, they prevail. I mean, really, when we think about it, how cool is it? And that's really us. That's why we resonate with that. Uh, my name is Dustin, which means brave little fighter. And for the longest time, I believed that I had to fight. I had to fight for myself and prove myself wherever I went. Just give me the job. I'll prove that I could do it. Give me the role, new role, please. I'll prove you wrong. I'll prove you wrong that I do belong. When I played football, I was small you know, I'm 5'8". I think I was 150 pounds. I'm bigger now. I put on some some muscle. But back when I played football, I loved throwing the ball. I could throw the ball 65, almost 70 yards. And I wanted to play quarterback. And in high school, my grades weren't there. Uh, after high school, played in a semi-pro league here. And I joined and... I wanted to play quarterback. <laughs> Somebody who who had never played quarterback, let me tell you, I learned how to play quarterback from Madden. And how many times have we heard that, right? Madden. We see these NFL players, we see these basketball players who somehow make this transition from a sport because they believe they could do it. And they fight, they earn a scholarship, they come up this underdog mentality, right? You know. You know the one I'm talking about. So what did I do? Well, I, I played. I didn't do as well as I thought I would. Uh, I did play a lot of uh, flag football uh, and played a lot with friends. And I believe I was a pretty dang good quarterback without a six foot five offensive lineman blocking my <laughs> throwing lane. Learned pretty quick that uh, the quarterback wasn't a position for me. So I moved to free safety, uh, led our team in interceptions that year, and uh, lived with this underdog mentality just to prove that I could do it with all these other guys who had been doing it and playing for years, and that was their passion. I wanted to prove that I could belong, and it was because of where I'd come from, the upbringing that I had, and I believed no matter where I went, I had to prove myself. Is this all sounding familiar to you? Am I right? Because what you need to know right now, that this belief, this underdog mentality is a problem. It's a big problem. It's a problem for you right now. Where you're at right now in life, stuck in the same job, making the same money, not having the results you want in fitness is a result of this underdog mentality. You believe 
that you have to put in all of this hard work to yield such a small amount of results. When is that? Do you hear that? When is that? When is that turning point though? If you were to know when it was, when would it be? When do you know when enough work is enough? I know that you know, but you have believed this lie that you have told yourself that you need to work X amount in order to yield results. And that's a problem. So let's talk about some of the other problems here. This belief is rooted in your presupposition these programs that you're unconsciously executing. Now you may be wondering, Dustin, what are you talking about program? What is a program? Did you know that the word television programming, let's watch TV, television programming. Did you know that that word actually came from a belief programming? And if you look it up, there's a patent for it and they actually detail in the patent TV programming why TVs are a certain frequency, that it programs your mind to believe unconsciously the things that they want. This is stuff that scientists, advertisers, they know, they know is real. And you don't realize it, but you are being programmed. And this program starts at such a young age. And these programs are these complex equivalents that we're carrying out in our mind. If I do this, then this happens. So this is a problem. And let me ask you this. If I were to ask you to run a six minute mile, could you do it? Maybe some of you could. Some of you are in excellent shape. Chances are that most of you could not. Why? Because it's so hard. Oh, it's so hard. Sure, there's physical training, but really, when it comes down to it, what makes it hard? Is it like a table? Knocking? See, these words, the language we use, reveals our belief, our programming in our mind. Language is funny. <laughs> our words reveal our reality. They're revealing how we believe reality to be. Language is more than words, but the words we use reveal our presuppositions, the emotions and beliefs we have about whether something is possible or not. And you can try and say something different. That's why I don't believe. I used to believe in affirmations where you tell yourself something long enough that, oh, you'll believe it. But that's, that's not it because the strongest force in the human nature is the need to stay consistent with how we define ourselves. So if you're telling yourself something that is contrary to your belief, you're not going to believe it no matter how many times you repeat it out loud. So what we need to do is get down to that level and we'll get there. But first you need to understand the problem here and why you continuing this problem is going to cause you more problems. 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. It's a big problem. So running a six minute mile, if you believe that you could do it, all of your energy will then go towards making that reality possible. But if you live life with one hand on the steering wheel and one hand looking back, your energy will never be 
creating enough opportunities and possibilities for you to realize your true potential. And what are the other things, the problems here? Um, we wear shirts, you know, the shirts that people love to wear. Hardest worker in the room. Grind. MF harder. I'm hard. Like it's some badge of honor. <laughs> think about that. We like to make things hard. Really think about that. You are priding yourself in making it hard. You're making it hard because you secretly like it. Are you hearing what you're telling yourself right now? You're telling yourself, how crazy is that? You're telling yourself that you like it to be hard, yet you complain when you don't get the results you want. You hustle and grind, whatever word you want to use, because that's the hero's journey. That's the underdog mentality. It's what you relate to, what you're carrying out. Why is this a problem? So I remember when I went to basic training, uh, Air Force Reserves, um, we all go to the base, same basic training, doesn't matter. I kissed my wife goodbye. I remember that plane ride to Dallas and San, San Antonio. I didn't know that leaving the one person who I felt myself with and the impact that would have on me. I remember the bus ride, the basic training. The moment the MTIs got on the bus, <laughs> would we stopped? Oh man. Let me tell you, that intensity went from zero to 10. And the yelling, well, that was drowned out with my thoughts and self-doubt and fear. Telling myself, what am I doing here? Asking myself that question. This is gonna be so hard, I told myself. Man, it's gonna be so hard. I got eight and a half weeks of this. Crap, how can I do that? It's gonna be really freaking hard. But really, what about it was hard? I chose to be there. I enlisted. I knew I wouldn't have a cell phone and the only way to, I could communicate with my wife was through a freaking pen and paper. Can you believe that, pen and paper? With cell phones, like, what is that? Come on. <laughs> I knew that joining the Air Force at basic training was only eight and a half weeks, so why did it feel like an eternity? I remember they would say the days feel like weeks and the weeks feel like days. The problem here, why? I told myself it was gonna be hard, so it was. Days would drag on. I remember my knees my whole leg, my whole leg from my hip down to my foot was numb from all the marching. Man, hours of marching. That is exhausting. Let me tell you, you want to burn some calories? Try marching. You think walking is hard. Marching, 10 times harder. Sleep deprived. I remember this. I was the EC monitor getting woken up at all hours of the night because someone refused their freaking one hour shift of door duty and I had to do it. And I remember that <laughs> it was hard and it wasn't until I decided that it wouldn't be hard that it actually became easy. Weird. Nothing in that change except for my belief. The underdog mentality. And another story about this. So I joined Suprahuman, John Madsen's program in April, 2020. 
this right the pandemic started I was fat overweight I posted pictures of what I looked like before I never thought possible that I could have a six-pack naturally just through food and simple exercising four to five days a week I thought the only way to get a six-pack was through different sup sups and steroids or whatever you name it I thought that was the only way it's possible and let me tell you it is possible because I did it and I'm doing it again right now actually in week coming up week six of week 12 of my cut and you guys will see pictures of that I'll post on social media I want you to know that it is possible that's why I'm doing that that's why I'm putting myself through that gained weight gained muscle cut cut cutting all the fat out so you can see what it actually takes I remember when I first cut when I first cut I went through that whole year I went through a whole year I was making it hard on myself I had this identity in my mind that I could not let go of and I didn't realize what that was until other problems started to surface and I began to experience conflicts and you are experiencing those conflicts in your life right now too and let me tell you I am the catalyst right now to tell you that you need to stop it now and resolve those problems there's internal conflicts right now like this underdog mentality that is causing these problems that you continue to blame on other stuff going on that really it's you but I'm here to help you and once I made a decision once I decided that it would no longer be hard I chronicled it 12 weeks 12 weeks I got jacked 12 weeks that was it it was easy I had lived with that underdog mentality so when we're when you continue to live with this mentality you're presupposing that whatever you're going to do will be hard whatever you tell yourself you can or can't do you're right you're gonna invest so much energy and hard work into accomplishing something that in reality is relatively easy it's easy because what's possible for one person is possible for all yet you continue to look at other people and wonder how they got those results and blame it on your circumstances and your opportunities take some responsibility some personal accountability for who you are you are where you're at right now because of the choices you've made and you're going to continue to live with an away from motivation what is away from motivation well when you decided to get in shape or something that motivated you towards some action was it something you got excited about or was it something you were sicking sick of feeling seeing or feeling probably the latter that pain motivation drives you to action you get motivated you listen to these guys you get excited but in reality that motivation fades you want to know why because that pain fades and you stop taking action because you're just far away from enough from the pain that you don't see it or feel it anymore and then you loop back and you continue the cycle over and over and over and over again you need to shift it to, towards motivation you know Jesus gives this metaphor no man is fit for the kingdom of heaven who has set his hand to the plow and looks back. 
People who accomplish things in life are those who are congruent about who they are and what they want. And where they're going, they know. 100%. They know what they're doing. They don't waste their energy playing video games, watching Netflix at night, eating ice cream. Food is serving a purpose. I enjoy food, but I also know that my food I eat serves a purpose. So I take that all into account. Same with your money. Same with your time with your family. All the energy serves a purpose. Or are you wasting it like you've been doing? You're going to look back 5, 10, 15 years from now and be more frustrated than you were today. Realizing, realizing that it was in this moment that you had the opportunity to change. Make that moment now. Pay now or pay later. So right now you need to make a decision. Are you going to continue gleaning from free information from Facebook, YouTube, podcasts without ever investing in yourself in a five or $10,000 program that you know you deserve and will give you the results that you've been seeking quickly and the results that you've been thinking are from those free programs? Let me tell you those free programs, they're free for a reason. You know it to be true, yet you continue in this. You go to McDonald's, you buy that dollar cheeseburger and you feel like crap after. Cheap stuff yields cheap results, period. You're going to regret the lost opportunities that you knew you had. Some of you, some of you are going to continue to live in fear because you lack the courage to take massive action now. When the call of duty comes, when opportunity knocks, it's too late to prepare. But some of you, some of you who are courageous enough to pursue that ideal version of you are going to hear this and finally remove the procrastination that's plagued you from the action that you know you need to take. But in the past, you were too fearful. Why? Because you knew the person that you could become. And that change scares you. It's scary. Let me tell you, you know what's scarier? The change of not doing anything. The pain of regret. Some of you are going to have the courage to be that person now. And learn what you need to quickly from a small investment of time and energy that compounds to a lifetime of purpose-filled change impact in the life that you want. Some of you are going to look back 5, 10, 15 years from now and be so grateful and thankful for the action that you took in realizing what you were doing to yourself, living with that underdog mentality. Some of you, some of you. So how do you resolve this problem? One, quit living with this underdog mentality that's subconsciously serving your ego through virtuous hard work and sacrifice and know that the potential in you is far greater than what you have given yourself credit for. When you do, the results will be far more than you ever considered. You, I love the saying that our greatest limitations don't lie in the things that we've thought we have considered or thought not possible, but our greatest limitations lie in the things we haven't yet considered.
you need to know that this world is vast. The resources, the earth is full of abundance. There's so much capacity for you to be that ideal version of you. Two, know that you and only you can and will decide to pay now or pay later. By continuing to invest in your underdog mentality or the future you know that you ultimately deserve. Can you imagine the programming of your belief when that goal that you want to achieve happens easily and effortlessly because all your energy is towards and opportunities abound? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine what you could do with the energy and time you have now instead of the wasted, distracted energy you have today because you're looking back, you're worried about what other people think or the pain of change is keeping you from that ideal version of you? Now decide. Now is your time. I appreciate each and every one of you. I want you to know how amazing you truly are. There will never be another you. You are truly unique in all your ways. If this resonated with you, please, please share it with your friends. Tag me on social media and be that best version of you. Have the courage that you need, that your family needs, your wife and your kids needs, and your community needs. Be courageous today. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We believe that the future of what's possible lies already within each of you. By participating in today's episode, you are unlocking those unlimited possibilities that were dormant within you. And now you begin to believe and know what's truly possible was beyond what you previously considered. If you would like to know more about what behavioral re-engineering is and how we are able to easily program new beliefs effortlessly, please contact us through email, Instagram, or Facebook. Dustin loves to hear feedback from his listeners. This is a Pierron Kratos. Thank you.